0: You know there's dead bodies buried behind your wall? <laughs> what? <laughs> I would actually be curious of how that conversation would go. <laughs> you,
1: you know Five, five, uh, five Nights at Freddy, right? It's better originated here.
2: Yeah, it was in this house.
0: I don't think you'd be able to get him on that. He knows his Five Nights at Freddy's lore. True story,
1: bro. It's all made up to cover the real lore. Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> It wasn't at
1: no Chuck E. Cheese knockoff. It
2: was in this house. Anyway. You
0: you want to know why they changed it to Chuck E. Cheese? (laughs) To protect protect the
2: identity of the new homeowners.
0: (laughs) Who would really have a rat selling pizza? (laughs) Right? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It was a bear in the first place.
2: Right? Yeah, I'm totally going to go buy pizza from a rat. He'd probably shit on it. Yep.
0: Hey, man, we all remember Pizza Rat. (laughs) (laughs) Pizza Rat.
2: So
1: anyways... uh... (laughs)
3: Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts Matt Olson, JB, and Danny Oakstad.
0: Hello and welcome Magic Folk to episode number 91 of This Week in MTG, your a news source for all things Magic the Gathering. We are your hosts, I'm Matt, over there the Velociraptors, Danny. What's up? And the clever girl herself.
1: JB. You have the longest hair here. Both facial and poppy head.
0: I am the Chris Pratt of this Velociraptor Roundup. No, you're not.
1: You do not get that level, sir. I do get that level. No, no, you do not.
0: You are both deviating so far. So?
1: so this is the guy who's getting his hand licked by his dog. Well, what does that have to do with anything? Location was everything. Yes, location, location, <laughs> location. So anyways, uh, what's on what's on the docket today? Well,
0: also with Jack us, shit. we have the pod puppies with us. They're chilling in the room, so please be uh, patient with us if there's barking or dog noises.
2: You know what you need to do? You need to train them to find where Bernie's is and wear little <laughs>
0: saddlebags.
2: And then you stick a note and cash in the saddlebag. And you send them off to Bernie's.
0: <laughs> is that allowed? We'll find out. It's not a small enough town. A small enough town, yeah, it would definitely be that. But
1: I mean, obviously put your ID in there. Fair, fair. You send you, you send a walkie-talkie that gets fifty miles.
2: It's not fifty miles,
1: but I'm just saying 50 Bernie's miles. is like five blocks away. But here's the thing, though: the fifty miles gets through all the shit. Oh, I suppose,
2: or you get another phone. Yeah, that and you just video call. And you just put it on the harness, and you can be like, "Hey, look at this.
0: Ooh, smart idea. See, we'll, we'll give it a shot. We'll start training the dog to walk <laughs> to make to beer walk. runs to make yes. to make a mile walk. Hey, man. First off, it should be commended that we are not driving drunk. Exactly. Wow. It's the same. It's my same argument as why there needs to be beer delivery services in Fargo.
1: I thought there was. No. During
0: the pandemic, there was. Uh, only for Hornbockers. Like,
1: Hornbachers um, Wait, grocery. did we get
0: Postmates up here finally? I, I have no idea. Post- so, anyways, let's not get off
1: topic. But I mean, they totally should. This is something we can talk about later. They, they should have not beer right delivery.
2: Not right now. No, is we still got like 15 I, minutes left. Shall shut we the, the fuck up. <laughs> Glad
0: you all could join us. Thank you so very much. I'm leaving that part in because that's too good. Doggo Saddlebags, Beer Runs. Yes. Answering oh the God. two true questions here. Now, Magic Folk. We uh, are
1: not drunks.
0: Thank you for joining Just us. Just those two. It's greatly appreciated. You have no idea what you being here listening to us means to us. Uh, let's first thank our sponsor, J Dubs, with an ad, right? Meow.
3: Meow. Thank you for listening to This Week in MTG. If you would like to show support for us, you can check out our amazing sponsor, J-Dubs Sports Cards & Gaming, located in the West Acre Malls in Fargo, North Dakota. They are your one-stop shop for all your Magic purchases. They are always stocked up with Ultra Pro and Dragon Shield sleeves and playmats, Commander Precondex, plus they have an abundance of booster boxes ranging from Amonket to Zendikar. J-Dubs also buys and sells Magic singles at competitive prices. Their display case and binders are full of format staples, hidden gems, and other cards for you to bling out all your decks with. With those cards you just bought or traded for, you can make a modern or legacy deck so you can play in the Weekend Discord League. Entrance is $10 and games are played over Spell Table. Links are in the show notes. When you reach out, make sure to let them know the guys over at This Week at MTG sent you. Now let's get back to the episode.
0: Thank you, J-Dubs. Now, dear listeners, you guys can also uh, support us if you'd like. Don't know why you choose to, but we would appreciate it. We have a Patreon where you can join in at a couple different tiers. Each tier gets you into a monthly drawing. The first tier gets you into a drawing for a booster pack of whatever, typically a premier standard pack or something different. It was a Battle Bond one time. Last one was a Japanese Strixhaven set booster. And it's, it's whatever the hell we feel like buying. Yeah, you could get
1: lucky or, with this. Or
2: fine. Yeah, you might get Ixalan. Who knows? <laughs> if JB's in charge. It,
1: it, it, could, it could be It could be worse. Could be like Born of Gods or Dragon Maze.
0: Dragon Maze, at least you get Dragon's End. And that's a commander deck. People love their their gate decks. Maze's End. Maze's
2: yes.
1: End. Maze's, Maze's, Maze's End. Maze's End. There we go. Because that, that was a James deck. <laughs> That I don't think he ever won with.
0: And at the next tier, there is a drawing for a card for Commander that's typically valued between $15 to $20. Yep. Right now, uh, honestly, minimal patrons. Chances are winning things good, I would say. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. And... I wouldn't know by personal experience, but... Yeah, you're not allowed.
0: Come on. <laughs> no, just buy I'll, your own card. I'll just
1: have my daughter sign in. <sighs> can, we, can, we, can we call that out? No. Yeah.
0: Well, let's give you a breakdown of how this episode is going to go. First off, we're going to go over to the Boggle Desk. And at the Boggle Desk, we're going to start off with, hopefully, a fan favorite, the Salt Report. Yeah. Now, now that no. League's starting back up at Shaydubs. Uh, then JB will be telling us about a couple different events happening and going on. After that, we have some blogatogs about Commander Legends. There are some news of Jumpstart, a Discord server a person getting banned, a and d book, and the big topic, universes beyond, some clarification on that. After there, we're going to go to the finance section because we're greedy magic players. We love knowing what our cards are worth or buy low, sell high. That's how that goes, right? Yep. Okay, good. That's how that goes. After that, deck of the week, handpicked by JB, it looks like. From there, you all can go home. That'll be a full episode for you.
1: Are we actually going to get that... to the deck of the week this week? M- maybe see how far we deviate off right.
0: Yeah. if we get to that two if we get to that two-hour mark that's like the real cutoff of like okay i'd love to do the the deck of the week you know maybe maybe that'll be our incentive to start doing the uh home brews and hometown brews segment just straight up deck of the week move to there yep should do that live thinking ideas for you guys here but we'll cover that at another time jb
2: well i mean to do a home brew with home brews episode you know, we kind of have to have.
1: Shut up, JB. Booze. JB. Yeah, and you, had chan- you had your chance. <laughs> Wait, you had your
2: chance. Wait, is didn't, this not the beer? Yes, yes oh. it is. is. Okay, I got to get ca- my I like, This is payback for all the short Niv-Miz-It. jokes. <laughs>
0: Niv Mizzet. Let's just get back on topic. It's going to take you a long time to pay those back. Those, like, one short joke is such a long distance for you to travel just to, like, get back at us for it. That's just one joke. And we have laid down like a whole solid interstate worth. I was mm-hmm. going to say a whole United States railroad system.
1: <laughs> and no, no, it's more like a block for the how short they are. But wait, 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 are you saying our short jokes aren't worth a lot? No, it's just the fact how short he is. Each it's only a block worth of distance. It takes him a while to walk a block. Yeah, but a block is like forever to him. That's what I'm saying. We
0: could that saddlebag for Chomsky. We can have a little seat on it just for JB so we don't even have to worry about putting a phone with a screen attached to it. Just send JB on.
2: Are Pretty sure you can still get a DUI
0: riding a dog?
1: Yes, you can. Because you can get DUI riding a horse. Let's let's be responsible here.
0: Can it be a DUI if the dog's like operating fully
1: and you're just riding this? You (laughs)
2: can get one on a horse.
1: Yeah, you can get yeah. And a horse knows exactly where it's going. Mm Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Yes, we're talking about you. Pretty sure you could probably get a DUI on Healy's. You can. <laughs> yep, because you can get you can get DUI on rollerblades or a skateboard. Well, and a so lot more. Anyways, on visit <laughs> Bogotá. <looks>, uh, <laughs> take us off. Should we get a?
0: Should, should we try and find a fancy sound for the salt report now? No, I'm gonna work on that. Just
1: get some salt shakers, maracas. Oh my god, no! Y'all are terrible.
0: Anyway.
2: Uh, we're not talking about
1: it. What it's, the fuck?
2: It's the JB
0: Salt Report. If the short one could reach Mike. Don't piss him off this much just yet. We, we have got, a whole episode We to got go.
1: sound. Says the guy who's giving him shit the entire time.
0: Mm-hmm. I was talking about him riding a dog to get alcohol. Okay, Boggle, let's go. Take us off with the Salt Report there, bud. Nope, we're not doing the Salt Report this totally week. Totally doing the Salt Report. Nope. So, JB, this is his first time back to League. He wasn't available last weekend. And so, what did you bring? Uh, We're not talking about it.
1: Was it DNT? and
0: Nope, we're not talking about it. Boggles. Nope. If he brought Boggles, he might have had a better chance, maybe. DNT. Exactly. No, he brought the rack. Oh, mm-hmm. rough. Yeah. Come on, give us, give us. Uh, what was your first match?
1: Nope. <laughs> I did mine last time. He did. Nope. Come on. Nope, we're not talking about was it. Was it
0: Tron? Was it E-Tron? No.
1: Blue Tron?
2: Nope. Surprisingly, I didn't run into any Tron.
1: So you got the, was it, Grixis? Control.
2: Yeah, but I got controlled out like a son of a bitch.
1: And then you ran into Esper control. Mm-hmm.
2: That was that was game one. Was that Mason? No, Mason can't play control to save his life.
1: Yeah, well, at least which he is kids like are me
2: because I can't, every time I try to play control, I just like, what am I doing? I can't fucking do this.
1: Anyway, so who was your second match? Hold a second? Through the breach.
2: No. Oh no, it was Storm.
1: Who was playing Storm?
0: Was it the Sean? Yes, yeah, right. Oh. What kind of storm was it? Was it the uh, Luminous, uh, a spy- not a Luminous Spire? No. The one drop from Strixhaven no. with a... No, it was just regular storm. Okay. Capping off with the Grape Shot? Mm-hmm. Class classic Classic. was your third game? You. What was that one? <laughs> you. <laughs> I was playing uh, Grixis Control. And More like Grixis Bullshit. I made him cry. If I would have had a vial there... I could have got so many Boggle Tears. It would have been wonderful. What was your final match there, JB?
2: Uh, I played against Burn. Womp. No, I actually won. You won that one? Yeah, so you I, won I, three? Yep, yeah, I eked it I eked it out. How did you manage rounds? that? <laughs> I was down to like two life, but I did it. I did it.
0: I'll let you guys do all the I work. I got there. So you were just able to like pull out all the gas in their hand, and they just like drew dead the whole time after that?
1: Jeez. It's usually how Burn goes. Mm.
0: You are so lucky that they did not top deck a fucking bolt.
1: Well,
2: let me tell you what the second round I was I was lucky I had a collective brutality in hand because I won by two <laughs> two fucking life. <laughs> if I wouldn't have had that, I would have been dead. So pretty, it
0: wasn't pretty good. it wasn't all that salty for you then. I mean, it was. You went one three. It's pretty good. No, it's not. <laughs>
1: Unofficially, that's why I went with mono light, So
2: that's not good at all. Let's one three is not good.
0: My salt report. It was uh, one, one three. One two one, drew on the last one. Hmm. Uh, game one, I showed up late. I work very late on a Saturday, so. Well, no, you just you're just always late. No, late you're always late. I wasn't late last week. You're always late. Wasn't late last week. Always late, sir.
1: You just were still happen. the last person there. But I was there before it started, <laughs> barely. But I was there before it started.
0: This uh, time let's, it started. Let's put it this so way: game game one was a loss on my part.
1: Garrett had
2: enough time to walk from the event center all the way to the other end of the mall. Get an orange Julius and walk all the way back before Matt even showed up. I
0: can't help it. I
1: work a lot. That's what you did last time, too.
0: So, game one was that. Game two, I played against. Yeah, I played against Tron. Yeah, you had Green Tron. I had Green Tron. Holy crap. I got World Breakered and crushed a land of mine. I'm like, oh no, I had the removal for this. And then uh, it went into game three. No, it was 2-0. So, yeah, both games just clear demolished me, uh, dropping down uh, Ugins and Karns, and I just could not get back from that.
1: Nope.
0: Uh, game three, I played against JB here and completely made him cry, controlled the crap out of him, countering his discard spells and killing him with a creeping tar pit, essentially. This is what it got down to.
1: Here's his apology. <laughs> That you could have used to go for, buy a beer.
0: First off, the apology beer is at your place. Still. Yes, it is.
2: <laughs> that you, you we put it in the fridge specifically for you, and you just rode off into the sunset. Who to me? Too good, him. too good to fucking hang out.
0: Don't worry, it'll still be there next time. No, but then
2: because I took it out.
0: Round game four, I played against Demir Fairies. A very long match. Played with a new guy into the area. Haven't played. Haven't seen him there before, but it was super fun. The game was very controlling. You know, uh, the fairies was like vendilion Click and the uh, Una's Guard. Una's Guard? Oh, the Black Guard? No, not the Black Guard. It was the other fairies have Shroud and plus one, plus one. Nice. Una something. And like Mutavolts multiple times. Uh, So game one was on me. Game two, they won. And we didn't make it to a game three because, yeah, my Grixis control deck takes a long time to win. Just control out the board, wipe everything, and keep poking in with a creeping tar pit.
1: You make magic not fun. I enjoy it, sir. And you make everyone else suffer. But I enjoy mm-hmm. it. That sounds like you're selfish.
0: I was supposed to play you, Wade. He just likes to play with himself.
1: And I, I, I feel, <laughs> I
0: feel Wade. If we did play round one, you would have totally demolished me. Were you? Which deck were? Was it that you were gonna play? Was it the Nea Garbage Fire, or was it your Goblin stack that you're running that? last weekend but then JB you can queue up and get ready for the next events here I can you
1: can can. you should have been already I have been Perfect. Good. Read him. Matt
2: because Matt decided to just hijack my salt report like a fucking asshole. It's Matt.
1: Hold we on a second. Are
0: you really going to be doing this with me? You were the one that was, like, dragging your feet in the beginning. So here I am. Like, okay, let's coax this guy to help get some words. And then you just fucking pull this bullshit on me. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> Sir.
2: Nobody wants to hear about your deck. It's the JB salt report, Okay.
0: Then take it over next time. <laughs> Jesus not not fuck. the Matt Olson show. You gotta remember what's your, what's your
2: final hey, salt score for hey, last week? Hey,
1: <laughs>
2: like a solid seven 2. You point two.
1: Gotta remember, it it is his show. We're just here to co-host. Oh my god, you guys are hosts. He is the host of the show. You guys are hosts. The And hosts we're, and help we're the co-hosts. It's really Matt the Greedy Is MTG. Boo!
0: <laughs> bad joke mm-hmm. is bad. Boo! This week of
1: Matt the Greedy. Matt's right. the house and we're just the yeah. house right we're yeah. just we're just here for the laughs yes
2: the witty banter
1: so anyways how about your uh, your event results little one
2: uh I'm waiting to see if Matt's going to steal the show again
1: no he's not i'll just kick him off <laughs> i'll I'll roll over then and just ta- hey, pull kick, his plug kick his shin. no i'll just pull the plug from him <laughs> let's fucking see, go bro really want to sit- <laughs>
2: god Okay, so we had a Strixhaven championship go down. Danny's getting in position.
1: Yep. <laughs> He's
2: getting ready. Getting ready to pull some cords.
1: Pull some plugs for me, ass.
2: Okay, so the format was mixed. So I'm not sure what uh, these decks are, whether they're standard or historic or
0: what. But Standard.
2: But it was a mix, sir. Mixed. Le-
0: leading up to it, because this is for the whole weekend.
2: Yeah, they played a mix, sir.
0: But these are the final results, the ones exactly. that matter.
2: But were they standard or were they historic?
0: Doesn't matter. I just told you they were standard.
1: Let's
2: go. Well, why doesn't it say so?
0: I don't know. Take it up with Goldfish in there
2: Just like they're first, second, and then everybody eighth. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody just sucks. Except for first and second. Because fuck you.
1: For not first, you're last.
2: Right? Okay, so first place we had uh, Sam Party with Monored Aggro. And then next up we had Teamer Adventures. And then we had some... Is it Dragons? could make a joke there, but I'm not going to. For a family friendly podcast.
1: Are we? Are we though?
2: <laughs> and then we had Nea Adventures, Jeskai Mutate, Gruel Adventures with a blue in it. I don't know why. That's obviously not Gruel. And then Saltimatum. Or salt, saltima-
0: there Sol- you go. Saltimatum. Salti
2: Ultimatum. Saltimatum. There you go. Boom. Perfect
0: name. I love it. Saltiness.
2: And then another Jeskai Mutate.
0: The blue's in the sideboard for disdainful stroke.
2: Well, then it's not true Gruel.
0: It's wet gruel. <laughs> it's, <laughs>
1: wet so it's like oh Boggles God. is blue, but you don't play blue.
2: It's hybrid, sir. There's a difference.
1: Still <laughs> blue. <laughs>
2: There's a difference, sir.
1: Still blue. You, you run a main board. So? So it's blue. No. no, it's not. But it is.
2: I just don't look at that half of the card. Then you're lying to yourself. I am. I, I do. So anyways, what's next? So we had a modern challenge.
0: And first place was Mono Green Hardened Scales. Can, can, can we talk about some of the new tech that's in here for Modern Horizons? Because Modern Horizons is out on Modo. Yeah, yep. it's, yeah it's been out for a while. Since last Thursday. Mm-hmm. So this is like the first challenges that had this. So this Hardened Scales deck had four uh, Zabaz the Glimmer Wasp. Colorless Legendary Artifact Creature Infect with Modular 1. So when it enters the battlefield, it enters with a plus one counter. And then when it dies you get to distribute the plus one counters on it to another creature then it it has the ability if modular trigger if a modular triggered ability would put one or more plus one plus one counters on a creature you control uh that many plus one plus one plus one counters are put on it instead so it's like an extra hardened skills so you got that new card and then there's also the urza saga of four of those to be able to get Zabaz, or an arc Arcbound Worker, then you can also pick up the Ozolith animation module, the other card from Strixhaven Power Depot. It enters the Battlefield tap, you tap to add a colorless, and then it has Modular 1, which is the important thing. So, a lot of ways to be distributing plus one, plus one counters in that deck, and it showed useful.
2: Mm-hmm. And then second place, we had a Teamer deck. I'm not sure what kind of Teamer. I don't want to click on it. Matt, click on it.
0: I uh, have clicked on it. It is Shardless Agent. It's just teamer control, with the addition of sh- uh, Shardless Agent, uh, Green Blue One for a two-two human rogue with cas- Cascade. You are able to cast a lot of the good things that you want to be casting here. Like you're able to get in uh, Cascade into a crashing footfalls. There's a four of that, so I'm all for this. But yeah, it's just teamer control. You have Bone Crushers, Brazen Borrowers, Subtlety. As ways to like control the creatures on the board until you can drop a crashing footfalls to just start beating face. Yep. So then next up we had a nib delight. Let me guess, there's Omnath. There is Omnath in this one. Also, on top of that, they have from this is the only card from Modern Horizons in this list. The general. Yeah, General Furious Rocket. Ro- Rock Rick. Rock Eric. That is the White Red 131 one, Legendary Human Soldier, hexproof from monocolored. When you cast a multicolored spell, create a 4 4 red and white Golem artifact creature token. So you're just getting straight up value whenever you're casting anything in this deck, because the only monocolored card in here is Utopia Sprawl, and that's in here just to help get you the colors that you need. But yeah, other than that, that's the only new card added in. Uh, they're definitely loving their Vanishing Verse uh, vanishing verse from Strixhaven. That's also in the deck.
2: Okay, so next up we had uh, Golgari Yogmoth.
0: Dude, yes. This thing, didn't even think about this, but... It's got the, the ignoble hierarchy. It does have the ignoble hierarchy. So Yogmoth counters, man. Oh, and it's got Grist. Yep. Yeah, and I was going to mention that too down here. So those are the two new... Oh, and Yavamaya Cradle of Growth. Oh, I guess I didn't go I don't yep. well and along well. with an Urborg. but uh, those are the new cards from uh, modern horizons in here uh, <sighs> it's super cool the cool yeah. thing is is you're actually able uh, let's see evolutionary you can court of calling a grist because remember it's a creature anywhere but the battlefield
2: mm, that's right. Yeah,
0: so Corda Calling is in here, so you can like just straight up tutor this Planeswalker. Uh, let me pull it up here to double check the ability. So, as long as Gris the Hunger Tide isn't on the battlefield, it's a 1 1 insect creature in addition to its other types. Has a plus 1 of create a 1 1 black and green insect creature token, then mill a card. If an insect card was milled this way, put a loyalty counter on Gris and repeat this process. It has a neg two. You may sack a creature when you do destroy a target creature or planeswalker. And a neg five, each opponent loses life equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard. It has a starting loyalty of three. I don't think you really care too much about that final one, but sacking a creature with undying to be able to tag another creature seems pretty good. But those are the new cards in Yagmoth. So the next up is the Eye deck. <laughs> That's... <laughs>
2: I'm not even gonna try and pronounce that that do that it, card name. I just tried sounding it out in my head, and it just sounded really stupid.
0: I've been practicing this. I've been practicing this. Okay, asmoran Omar de cool de car.
2: What are you trying to summon a demon
0: in Latin? I, I mean, I bet she she's not a demon. She's a legendary human, right? Yeah, she's a cook, a uh, human wizard. But yes, so this deck is like food based. Right, and I think this deck is really put together because of the Modern Horizons card. So it got a four of Asmorana. Asmora. Asmora, which uh, when they enter the battlefield, you may search your library for a card named the Underworld Cookbook. Reveal it, put it in your hand, then shuffle, and it has sacrifice two foods. Target creature deals six damage to itself. It has no casting cost. As long as you discard a card this turn, you may pay Rakdos to cast it. And the Underworld Cookbook, the card that goes along with this, is a single color, a single uh, colorless. Tap, discard a card, create a food. You have four mana, tap, sack the Underworld Cookbook, return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Also in here is Witch's Ovens and Cauldron Familiar. You got the whole cat combo going on. There's four Emery to be able to put these things into your graveyard to cast back uh, for Urza's Saga, Urza's Saga, the land, uh, the final chapter allows you to tutor up is of an Underworld cookbook or Mishra's Bobble, which is in here as well. But yeah, Trail of Crumbs, the big thing that really caught my eye, it's, it's running the Feasting Troll King, a four of this bad boy. It's green, 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 green two for a 7-6 Vigilance Trample. Enters the battlefield. If you cast it from your hand, create three food tokens. Sack three foods. Return Feasting Troll King from your graveyard to the battlefield, to activate this ability only during your turn. So you're gonna be pitching this thing, be making a lot of food, and just like pulling this out by sacking three creatures. Like, I don't think you're ever gonna be casting this really. Because you got Cauldron Familiar and Asmeronan to be making foods. Yep. This looks really cool.
2: We'll go with that. So next up we had Nazori's control with of course you guessed
0: it, four of counter Also, Prismatic Ending. White X sorcery converge exile target non land permanent if its mana value is less than or equal to the number of colors of mana spent to cast the spell. So you're hitting anything at most like three or less. Like that is that is the ceiling for this in this deck. Oh my land Oh no, I lied. There's a watery grave. So you could get four. And Yep. You could get four, because there's just one watery grave.
2: Hmm. Okay. So next up we had Ad Nauseum's back. Kind of. uh. So, it looks like they just took out the spirit guides for Profane Tutors. And they're just leaning all in on Doss' Oracle. Yeah, that's about the best that you can do. It's about the only thing you can do. You can't, I mean, you got no real good way to lightning storm anymore. Damn dogs trying to eat the cat food. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, that's the only, uh, yeah, no, it's the only new, new card is they just put in Profane Tutor. Everything else is still
0: about the same. Yeah, a four of that. So I imagine like, having the Profane Tutor is just like a good way to be able to specifically tutor out your Thassa's Oracle or whatever necessarily you're going to need to help Adnaz right. in there. Pro- or is it, yeah. Are you grabbing Adnaz with the Tutor, you think, more often than not? There's only two Adnaz in here. Typically, don't oh. you have a, Yeah, you typically have a four
2: of them. Oh, wow. I guess I did not notice that, that they only dropped you down to two. Yeah. So, so most likely then, yeah.
1: Read the list.
2: I read the list. I just didn't look at the numbers. Well, apparently
1: you didn't read the list.
2: Okay, so then rounding out our top eight, we had a deck I hate to see. Um, Yeah, Eldrazi Tron.
0: With absolutely nothing.
2: Right, yeah. I was looking at nothing nothing new. Uh,
0: Nope, nothing in the side even.
2: Nope. Womp womp. Yeah.
0: Right. Eldrazi didn't get much
2: for cards. Amulet Titan's still showing up quite a bit. Crabbine, some Hammer Time. Heliog Company.
0: Bunch of of five color. Yeah, that's Living End. Um, Living End has been making a big resurgence. Primarily because of just the extra MDFCs? No, not really that either. Like, I'm looking at the list here. I know on Charlotte's Agent, that's what's really doing it. It's another way to cast it in. Doy. But... Yesterday's challenge, it put up three results into the top eight. Yep, fun stuff.
2: So anyway, that'll do it for our past events. I guess our upcoming events, we've got uh, an MTGO Champions Showcase Season 1. Starts on June 26th. Haven't announced a format yet, so I mean, pretty much could be anything. Let's see, we have an Insight Esports Tier 1 5K, and that is standard. And that is happening on... Date, 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 date. Entry fee is twenty dollars plus two dollars. It's a Saturday, is it? Yep. Oh, geez, right there, top of the page. Yep. Duh. Saturday at noon. There you go. Central noon. Central. I was looking like way down here. I'm like, <laughs> where is it? Where is it? Boom! Right there. Dumbass. Idiot. Yep. So it's gonna be run through arena. You need. Your arena, direct challenge ID, verified Discord account, and entry fee to enroll. There's 512, yeah, 512 player cap. So far, there's only two people registered, so get registered, have fun, play in it, try to win. I would, but I hate standard. Better than historic. At least you don't have brainstorm. Right. And then also to note, uh, Mana Traders starts this week. I think it started today. Uh Ooh, missed this, that one. This month is Popper. Ah, we don't got much
0: Popper knowledge here.
2: Right? That's why I saw that, and I'm like, oh. Is there a Popper Boggles deck? Yes, I believe so.
0: I know that there's a Popper Tron deck, and there's a Popper Is it deck. Or did that get... Gush got banned, so I don't think there's much of a Is it control deck in Popper anymore. Probably
1: not. Yeah, I guess on to the blog dogs. You think? Sure. You good? Sure. Possibly? I don't know. Ask Matt. <laughs> Matt, you good. I got nothing else. All right, good. Uh, so we'll go this first one from I think was Matt originally.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I I, I toss that one up there. I'm like, I don't know if Danny saw this one, but I honestly,
1: wanted... I didn't start looking until today because you didn't share the docket. That's my bad. I really thought I did on Wednesday. Nope, you did not. Uh, so first one comes from Honor Pesquit Pesquit? Whatever. Sorry. On or something? Yes, if or when Commander Legends two. Um, again, I could have told you probably gonna get another one, but Mark replies back, it's when. Uh, the first one did well, so odds are we'll make another. Kind of an obvious statement. So I was like, okay, I'll just share because Matt posted it. Well, this is more of just conver-
0: confirmation that it will be a thing, you know, because, you know, people kind of assumed that Modern Horizons two would come but it wasn't really confirmed until they're like hey guess what modern horizons 2 just because it's mh1. I oh, don't know. It's just more of like it's good to know that there's confirmation that uh Commander Legends 2 is thought of and probably in the Yeah, yeah it's in the works.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was reading through the blog tags and Mark, there was on about that and he's like yeah, Modern Horizons 2 was like was it not Modern Horizons 2? Yeah, it was Modern Horizons 2 was in the makes or the thought, the vision process of when Modern Horizon One got released. So, that's what. Three years? Was it between the two? No, it
2: hasn't
0: been that long, has it? See, Modern Horizon came out in twenty nineteen. So two
1: years. She did it? Yeah, twenty nineteen. Holy fuck! Time flies when you're having fun. Or was it twenty eighteen?
2: No, it wasn't eighteen because I didn't. How long was it before? Because I think. It no, was... it was nineteen because I started in War of the <laughs> Spark. Or right before Words
0: Spark. right, and Word of the Spark came out just before Horizons One.
2: Yep. Okay. So it was their
1: first modern set. Yeah. Okay. Good. Our um, first master set. Yeah. Modern set. Modern masters for modern. Anyway, uh, next one we go to MPID. Ask for some random trivia. Uh, who is the tallest, largest named creature in the Magic universe? Mark replies. Uh, depends. It depends if you consider BFM a name. It's Big Furry Monster.
2: from no, Big Fucking Monster.
1: I think they got to say furry because it's <laughs> Do they
2: It's for Maybe 13 they... and older. Well, if they had to say it, then they would have spelled it out as Big Furry Monster. They wouldn't have had to abbreviate it, sir. didn't have room for it. They abbreviated no. it <sighs> because it's Big Fucking Monster.
1: So anyways, uh, as these two argue, like... Big Furry Monster. Canonical. It's on the card. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Thirteen black, uh, count it all. No, I think it's fifteen. It's it's a lot. Fifteen. Fifteen. 15 yeah, 15 for ninety nine ninety nine from unstable. Yep. You got to play both. Or unhinged.
0: It's a it's a meld card essentially. So there's two different cards you got to have them both. Uh, you must play both BFM cards to put BMF into play. If either BFM card leaves play, sacrifice the other. BFM can't can be blocked only by three or more. Creatures give a trample. It's a
1: 99.99. Yep. Damn so uh, next one comes from Super Dark Star Mario blog. They ask uh, should we expect something big in 2022? Mark the play is back with a marked reply. Uh, if big means cool things that will make some players very happy, absolutely
0: seems like a safe answer or a giggity answer. Yeah, take your pick. He's poking
1: fun at everyone. <laughs> But yeah, those are blog talks this week. Sorry, I didn't put much effort into it this week. Yeah, That's fine. Blame Matt.
0: Nothing's stopping you from going to blog talk on your own
1: accord. Yeah, well, I like to have the docket so I can just post shit when I find it. You could just text it in the group and I'll make sure to put it on.
0: No. Or you could just let me, You weren't even looking before. Otherwise, you would have hit me up saying, hey, you didn't send the doc. Because I usually start like in the morning
1: mm-hmm. when I'm not doing anything at work.
0: And you can text me in the morning, hey, I didn't get the Google Doc.
1: Which <laughs> I did. I forget, this morning you did. Not last week. Because you sent it out last week on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, That's what I thought, and you said well, that last I didn't send
1: it. From last week's episode. Not this week's episode. Did I send the wrong one? Yes. Oh, why didn't you say that? Because I thought you would have noticed. I did not notice. What the fuck?
0: Okay,
2: this is Matt. He's late to his own house. That explains why. He's not going to notice that he sent the wrong one. <laughs> I could have.
1: That, so that explains like, why I could have sworn I got I the email. It's like, one. oh, the doc, sweet. Look, the date's 531. What the fuck? Didn't even say anything. It's like Christopher you just looked at your doc, It's like, uh oh, I didn't send this one out. But yeah, you sent us last week's episode docket for this week. That's my bad. Yes it is. So uh
0: before we move into the news, I am gonna put uh we're gonna put a little musical break in here. episode let's get these news quickies out of the way finally okay jb i have them color coordinated i have them typed out you just read them you don't have to worry about clicking the link because i know you didn't click the link before to read up on these you good perfect don't worry worry, i'll ask first up we have jumpstart events are live right now on arena from now until July 8th, entry is 2K in gold or 400 gems. Play as much as you like, and one you will get one Jumpstart Rare or Mythic ICR for each of your first two wins for each round. So get two wins, get a free card. No, you get a card for each one, sir. For your first two wins. Yes.
1: Yes, yeah, so you get a win, oh, you get a card. For your first two wins, yep. but after
0: that, okay. So then when you play again for another 2K or 400 gems, mm-hmm. your first two get you another two. Okay. Yes. There we go. Rares and mythics. Get those Allosaurus riders. Fingers crossed. Or crater of behemoth. That too. Muxus. People who haven't got their Muxus yet. Yep. I finally got one. Did you play a Jumpstart event? Yeah, I've
2: been playing Jumpstart. I love Jumpstart
0: though. on Arena. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but remember, no lightning bolt in there. They changed it for lightning something. Wasn't it?
2: Chain lightning. Yeah, I was going to say it was chain lightning, wasn't it? Yep. Womp womp. Pussies.
1: Right. Because they're not good spells. Next. Pussies. Anyway.
2: Oh shit! That is me. <laughs> okay, so Watsy is making a Don't Discord fun. server. Are uh, they? Yep. So the plan seems to be the place for spell table focused games and a spot for previews. They're still working on getting it set up, but you can follow their announcements channel for updates.
1: So follow their other channel to get information about the channel that they're gonna create. So you can join that channel and then once one's for another channel. And well, the Discord server is fun stuff. The
0: Discord server is live right now. And, um...
2: Why didn't you fucking put that in there, then?
0: I did. No, you it's didn't? Because you follow the Discord channel for their announcements. And but stuff. you just told them
2: not to click yeah. any links! You said they're making a Discord server, so follow announcements channel for updates. They're yeah. still working on getting it set up. Okay? okay, so that means it's not set up. Okay. And you told them so not to click any links. So you fucking lied to me, sir. And now you're you're throwing live. me under the bus for fucking misinformation. It's After not- I did exactly what you told me to do. You, sir.
0: I fucked up. I get it.
2: Yes. And I don't have beer to deal with this.
1: <laughs> you, got, you got liquor?
2: It's rhubarb. That's fucking gross.
1: Drink enough, you won't taste it. There you go. It's the right answer.
2: No. No, it's rhubarb.
1: So, uh, anyway, before JB goes on another tilt, <laughs> pretty sure this player just got on a tilt because of. Uh, so, Yamakiller is reportedly banned from the bug reimbursement program on Moto. Uh, So Watsy has an event reimbursement system for those who report an issue while in an event. Yamakiller is a Twitch streamer, which Matt forgot to write ER on there, um, who plays a lot of Moto and thus would have a higher chance of experiencing these Moto bugs. He reported a bug to Watsy and last week got a response back from them stating, quote, the event reimbursement system exists to assist users when they encounter an unexpected bug or error but it should not be used as a, cl- a crutch if you are constantly unable to operate the program effect- effectively. We have determined that your repeated request for known issues is outside the spirit of the policy in a way that we consider abusive. A few of the bugs he mentioned are having trouble with Transphere, X-SPElls, and some bulky bugs from opponents.
0: That's a harsh statement on Mati's part right there. <laughs> a little bit, yeah.
1: Like- yeah that, it shouldn't matter how much you're using this system. If you have a bug and you have issues, fix the fucking problem. Yeah, they're
0: putting money into this thing is the thing. And these bugs, you know, like, uh, Transphere is a very popular card in modern. Uh, X spells, like, it didn't... Uh, Yama Killer didn't specifically say what kind of X spells are uh, causing it, but if it's any kind of X spells, that's a wide variety of X spells, and people like their X spells. Yeah. So it's like, the fact that they're... If he's reporting these, and Watsy's like... Yeah, you're reporting this stuff too much. It's like, even necessarily for the reimbursement factor, it's like, hey, Watsi, there's bugs here. Yeah, <laughs> fix your problems. Definitely harsh on Watsi for for that uh, reimbursement ban. He he can still play Moto on his Twitch account. Shows that he's still playing Moto.
1: No, yeah, that's that's just bad on Watsi. It's like you're you're a multi-million dollar company. You have hundreds of people on your s- staff. You should have. M- hundreds of coders on your staff since a lot of your stuff is now virtual or over web like seriously get your shit in order
0: I don't think that's necessarily the right way to be looking at it it's more of like someone who uh, having all the co- coders and stuff in the world you make a fix here something's gonna break oh. because of you making a fix and oh it's like, I, you know, I get you're never that. gonna be able, you're chasing your tail at that point and having your players reporting this stuff to you is very
1: uh, it's what you want
0: it's very good for you right
1: but yet you're gonna turn around and Oh hey, you've reported stuff too much. You've you've told us about our problems too many times, we're sick of your shit and we're just gonna ban you. Like what just from the reimbursement program. Like you can still play Moto, you just can't but it's, get the, I don't even know like
0: what the rewards are for Neither do I. I'm assuming if it's an event reimbursement, you just get reimbursed your ticks or whatever the entry fee is for, you know, the challenge or the events.
1: So, so that right there is like, hey, you're spending money to play our games, but you can't play our games because our code sucks. And hey, we're not going to reimburse you cuz our system messed up your playability. Right. That's, that's that for for a streamer, that's I would just quit. It's pretty shitty. Like that's pretty shady. A little bit. Like, hey, we we put this product out. We know it doesn't work. So we put the system out to help you reimburse you. But oh, hey, you've our system's worked not worked so many times for you. We're not going to reimburse you anymore because our system sucks.
0: Right. Yeah. I don't know what he was thinking with something like this necessarily,
1: but... That's that's a big PR problem right there.
0: Something that's not a big PR problem. Strixhaven will be having a and d book coming out this year. It's called Strixhaven, a Curric- Cur- 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 Curriculum. Curriculum of Chaos. It'll be their next D&D-MTG crossover book launching November 16th. Previews for the book will be coming out June 8th. Tomorrow, or... Yesterday when this comes out Because you'll be listening to it on Wednesday So we haven't seen what it looks like yet But this is the third crossover ma- Magic D&D book Because it was first the Ravnica, City of Guilds mm, Yep, and then Theros, Theros And there wasn't one for like Ikoria then, right? No, no. Okay, so yeah ther- And nothing for Zendikar Nope Okay,
1: so yeah This is their third one So there's been every other side
0: Let's see So it was Ravnica And yeah, they skipped over Throne to go to Theros. They skipped over a couple to get to this one now. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Because yeah. then there's Akoria, well, and, and Keldheim, and mm, Strixhaven.
1: Well, it's Strixhaven, so two. My guess is because they're is coming to the Magic Universe. And having a school story is always cool. So, well, yeah, that's probably one the, of the things. That, that fits why. in better. You gotta
2: capitalize on that Harry Potter shit.
1: Well, it's not even that. It's just the fact that it, with. It's. it's Harry you Potter you can, shit. Whatever. But it's <laughs> it's still the fact that you have the guilds, but which makes it Harry Potter, but Yeah,
0: it's Harry Potter. Very excited to see what's gonna be like. We've we haven't played them yet,
1: but they do well. Yeah, because we can hardly get past the first set. <laughs>
2: yeah, because people just fucking flake. Well shit. Gotta have more of a firm
0: we do this.
1: I try. And everybody's like ah. Well, we know <laughs> we know who does that. Matt. I was about to say I thought it was all like predicated on. Yes, it is. Okay, I just don't want to bash anyone here, unless <laughs> it's you two. I was about to say, unless, hey, it's unless it's you it's two, then <laughs> I can do it
0: to your face. JB, tell us about the next thing.
2: <laughs> okay, so Modern Horizons two release notes are live. A lot of stuff in there. Everything. I'll you know I'll go through mechanics, shit like that. And then there's also an
0: errata that oh, is what?
2: making Phyrexian a creature type.
0: The infect groups that I'm part of are kind of hyped for this because now you got Ink Moth Nexus, which will turn into a Frexian creature. But then Glistener Elf is also going to be a Frexian and uh, Plague Stinger, Blighted Agent, they're all going to be Frexians. So because of that, in Modern, you can be running Cavern of Souls to make sure that they don't get countered now because you can say Frexian as the creature type. Though the downside now is Plague Engineer nukes the fuck
1: out of you. Mm-hmm. But hey, Plague Code of Arms, they just get bigger.
0: It's five mana. That's the thing. It's like, it, it, it really sucks for Infect. It's like, you want to go low, you want to go fast. Coat of Arms is five. That's way too much. But I'm just saying, was, late,
1: late game. Late game. Yeah,
2: yeah, there's no such thing as late game with Infect. But I'm just saying. If you're in late game, you're fucked. It's the same. It's,
0: it's really like, turn five is like, the latest you want to go. And then you're already like, petering off. Yeah. Because there's no like, turn, no Turn no five, ways.
1: turn five Coat of Arms and just blow everything up. God. With Infect. I mean, yeah, but, there's
0: not, a lot, there's not a high density of Infect creatures to be swinging at that point. If you're paying five mana, your Ink Moth is now tapped down, and you would only have a Glistener Elf out, and you wouldn't even be able to turn your Ink Moth on to be able to pump the Glistener Elf. So let's see. Uh, I guess maybe you could do a turn four. If you go turn one Hierarch, well, maybe now. You could do uh, Ignoble Hierarch or Noble Hierarch, one of the two. Uh, Black Green Infect is coming around. One of the cool things is I already had a Black Green Infect deck, but I was running Noble Hierarch, and in the black part of the infect is you have Frexian Crusader. It's black, black one for a two-two. But you can never like reliably cast it on turn two with a Noble Hierarch. But now mm-hmm. with an Ignoble Hierarch, you can.
1: There you and have that, that black source.
0: Is just bonkers against the current meta because is it Blitz is just well I mean I guess probably not much now looking at the top eights we had hardened scales and a bunch of Living End decks and control so not much burning is it so
1: so anyways moving along in the actual news topics this week we have secret layer universe beyond update came out today the seventh so reading from the article by wizards of the coast a few months back we shared some exciting new partnerships in our universe beyond line while exploring our philosophy and and how we would treat universe beyond cards and products in the future we plan to announce an exciting sponsor, our uh, partnership, very soon. But before we do so, we have some updates to share about how we're handling, we will handle mechanically unique Universes Beyond cards sold specifically through Secret Lair. Uniquely collectible. Imagine that. More money for Watsy. Or Hasbro, not Watsy. Or is it Watsy since they're separate, but still combined? Both. Anyway. Um, our goal with the new universes beyond cards designs that release through Secret Lair is to create fun and collectible expressions of your favorite characters from other from other well universes. The goal is not, however, to hold back mechanical expressions and game pieces from players who don't purchase through our direct customer channel, which hurts LGSs. Um, in other words, we want to give you opinion- options to finding the game pieces you want to use. So for the players who love and are interested in magic expressions of some of their favorite characters and worlds, Secret Lair will offer uniquely collectible universes beyond cards featuring art and treatments that draw you into a world well beyond magic. For players who don't mind waiting or prefer cards and characters set in Magic's Multiverse, we have you covered as well. For the next Universes Beyond Secret Lair, we plan to do the following. Create and print versions of mechanically unique secret lair universes beyond cards that are set in Magic Multiverse approximately 6 months, the exact time may vary, after their release in Secret Lair. The in Magic versions will be available on the list, findable in set boosters for as long as players are still interested in opening them. To start, they'll appear on the list more frequently than other cards to make them easier to find. In the future, we may repeat. I'll reprint these cards and other products. We'll have that flexibility. Next we uh, these cards will be considered equivalently game um, yeah equivalent game pieces, meaning you can only play four copies or one copy of either the magic version or the universes beyond version in your deck. Additionally, we began expanding the time frame that secret layer is available to expand access uh, this upcoming universes beyond secret layer, Uh, will be available as part of the Super Drop over the course of the full month. Coupled with the expansions of the regions to which Secret Lair can ship, we expect that most players who want these drops will be able to get them. We plan to do all this for the upcoming soon-to-be-announced Secret Lair, Universe Beyond Partnership. We do not plan to go back and do this for the cards from Walking Dead. Currently, the plan is for Universes Beyond sold through Secret Lair and does not include other Universes Beyond releases moving forward we will continue to listen evaluate this approach and make changes as needed so as moving beyond as we continue to develop our universes beyond line lineup expect more updates changes and growth we believe the intersection of beloved worlds and characters magics game system brings happiness to players and collectors alike we're excited to bring you more ways to enjoy these cards the way you want to enjoy them stay tuned
0: so a uh, quick recap on that, I guess, to uh, dummy it down, is future secret layer sets that are specifically for universes beyond, those cards are going to be printed in the list slot of set boosters at a higher rate. So um, t- t- not... The upcoming Warhammer 40k Commander decks, those will not be part of it because it's not the Secret Lair Universes Beyond. Yep. Or the Lord of the Rings set will not have cards printed from on, onto the list of set boosters. There's that. Then as well with the whole Walking Dead, yeah, they're not going back on the Walking Dead. Those things are just kind of there. Those ones are not going to be printed in a in the list style formats but that's doesn't seem to be holding them back from being able to put you know reprints of or new cards of what they're doing in actual card form just not in the list slots of set packs with universes beyond Yep. and let's see was there anything else with that nope
1: i think it's time for finances
0: hold on hold on hold on what do you think is gonna be the so we got summer of legends going on this summer with Wizards of the Coast. Like they have a bunch of secret layers and stuff planned. Clearly their next one is going to be Universes Beyond, like kicking that off. Cuz next year, next spring is when we're supposed to be getting Warhammer 40K and is it this fall we're supposed to get Lord of the Rings or winter we're supposed to get Lord of the Rings? Or do they not give dates? And I'm just that like That
1: stuff is not I don't think they pulled it out of ass. for those. Yeah, I you think
2: you're pulling it out of your ass. Because was it
0: 2022 that they said it was supposed to be coming out though? In that I year, have no idea. Anyway, no universes beyond. What's what's a big thing coming this summer? We have because when when the summer of legends was announced, they didn't give any uh, continuing secret layer announcements outside of the uh, mythical art, uh, mystical archives. The God. That's the only one I'm thinking of. The our shows playing on Friday, our bands playing on Friday. Come to the show, art and that like that whole secret layer drop that started off last month. There's going to be more. So, universe beyond has to be. I mean, they're having a big partnership too. Like, I'm curious, what do you think that's going to be? Is it going to be something inside Hasbro? I know in my head, I would love to it, have a Power Rangers.
1: It most likely is because it's the because it's the easiest for them to do.
0: I do know GI Joe is making some big moves,
1: but that's also Hasbro. Exactly.
0: It's going to be easy for that mm-hmm. kind of a crossover, allowing so like, them to get
1: like the, I said, super large. As long as it's it. within the Hasbro company, it's the easiest for them to do.
0: Easiest, yes. But would it be like a? This is a big partnership, so I guess partnership would uh, means not through Hasbro then, because they are dealing outside, right?
1: But it's still two separate companies under the same company.
0: Shit, I don't know how that shit works. That'd be so sad. Hold
2: on, let's consult this week in corporate business.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. JB, stop it.
1: <laughs> we haven't ch- even started this week in time zones yet. <laughs> two branches of the same company, but they're two separate branches that are working together, so it's technically a partnership.
0: That'd seem like a cop-out if that's the case.
1: But I'm just saying. It's a
0: tax right off <laughs> Fuck it. I know. <laughs> I don't know.
1: This week in corporate law.
0: Let's take a look at some movie releases. Maybe that'll help us out.
1: I do, do, do. Conjuring. I don't know how that one would turn out. A lot of zombies and horror. Mm.
0: I would be down for that. Don't get me wrong. I would totally be down for that. uh Maddie, she, she really. just watched the new Conjuring without me. I was playing magic with you, JB. Maybe miss out on the Conjuring, sir. Understand? That sucks.
1: <laughs> you can watch it by yourself.
0: I can. Yeah, but it's the thing my wife and I do. We love watching horror movies together. In June, we're in June now. In Heights, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. <laughs> oh, that's the one with Ryan Reynolds and Sam yep. Jackson.
1: Nice. That's not happening.
0: Oh, here we go. Peter Rabbit 2. That's the big collab. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Boss Baby collab? No. Space Jam collab. No. Ooh. They, I... do, they got a new G.I. Joe movie coming out, Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins.
1: see that one happening.
0: A new Suicide Squad? I don't think they'd be doing stuff with, like, DC and Marvel. That's, like, no. too out of their reach. Yeah, that's too big.
1: They wouldn't be able to pay Disney enough money to get Marvel. That'd be cool, though, but, yeah, I don't think it'll ever happen. Nope. So, us, we should uh, probably. Adam's family? Adam's
0: family would be cool. Last duel. Jackass 4, done. <laughs> I'd love to see a Steve-O card.
2: Right? Ma- matchbox car and a condom. So, it's a vehicle. So, so,
1: <laughs> so, here here you go, Matt. Here's your next mission. Interview with Steve-O.
0: Interview with Stevo. Yep. Now watch Stevo plays Magic the Gathering. Oh. Oh, oh, if we're going to be talking about big celebs and magic together, I guess now is a good time. to. Be, when this episode comes out June, well, this will be coming out the 8th at night, but you'll be listening to it June 9th. Uh, Game Nights, the Command Zone, they're going to be dropping their Game Nights episode with Post Malone.
2: Ooh. And you guys never... Is he going to be drinking Bud Light Seltzer? I
0: think that's not allowed because it is still... Family friendly. Yeah. Damn. Yeah kind of hard to put out we we are not family friendly so we can put alcohol on our shit but we can do whatever the fuck we want right so um because we are not sponsored by raid no we are sponsored by raid
2: so that means we can do whatever the no fuck don't say we that want. we're gonna get kicked again <laughs> and now word from your sponsor fuck
0: off no no we're not doing this
3: again
0: <laughs> Looking at this fucking screen, if we just black out now, just know that it's a Raid's thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Raid. Pull it up real quick.
0: But, let's... Oh, new Ghostbusters. Today's
1: video is sponsored by...
0: Hey, look behind you is saying the new Ghostbusters. And then we got Hitman's Bodyguard 2.
1: Hitman Bodyguard's not gonna be a thing for magic. Oh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. There you go. Top Gun. Maverick. Top Gun yeah
0: really make a Maverick tech
1: yeah <laughs> so uh anyway they're
2: fine so they're finally putting together Top Gun two yeah they've only been teasing
0: it for the last like five fucking years It's a lot of flying bro Resident Evil welcome to Raccoon City there's a new Kingsman what yeah where Kingsman three I love there it is the Kings Man coming out December 22nd nice I am in It's a goofy fucking movie. Love it. The whole right? the whole church scene intense. I love the umbrella. That umbrella was so badass. <laughs> it's just a bar scene. The fucking the fucking fight with the chick with the, the, the springy legs and the knives on there just like flicking around and just cartwheeling. It's like holy shit. That movie. So uh,
1: anyway. Yes. It's not this week in movies. <laughs> um so, anyways, uh weekly winners are Matt. Yes. Weekly winners. Cha-ching.
0: Weekly Winners is an amazing article brought to us by MTG Stocks. Every Friday, they post this article where they talk about three to five winners, quote unquote, winners of cards that move up in price, and they give us some cheap pickups of cards moving down or stabilizing. So let's start this week off with the number one winner, Nyx. For a single blue, you get an instant of counter-target spell if no mana was spent to cast it. Nyx has uh, jumped up. 500%, 500%, now chilling at $8.88. It has only had one printing from Future Sight. So it has new border, quote-unquote new border, of what you know Watzi was possibly designing. But this card has moved up in price due to Modern Horizons 2. Surprise, surprise. Primary reason for this is because of the elemental incarnation cycle. Uh, the mythic slot of Solitude, Grief, Subtlety, endurance, and fury—all of these have an evoke cost of exile-colored card from your hand, and then you can cast it without paying its mana cost. And Nyx is a one-mana counter that effect for all of those. So uh, right now, there hasn't been, there wasn't any grief decks that were shown in the top eight, but Solitude, the uh, the white one, was shown up there. So that could be something mm. of importance. But not only that, there are also the Cascade. Uh, the cascade mechanic has returned back in Modern Horizons 2. And so, with the uh, two drop cascade guy, that marauding crusader, blood, blood braid crusader, and shardless agent being out, they're going to be casting things for free as well. And it's just a solid overall one drop counterspell. A couple weeks ago, this thing was a buck fifty. Now it's jumped up to $8. Online, you can still be finding this for about $4, so half the price. Foils are ridiculous. They're $37.50. Yeah, TCG player, you can buy them for $3.99. I see Card Kingdom here for $2.99. If I click that link, it's sold out, out of stock. Oh, yo! Yep. Little little fun fact here. Card Kingdom has an enter to win a $500 gift card when you sign up for email and text. Step one, enter your email. Go to cardkingdom.com to enter in to win $500. Fuck. Doesn't seem like a bad deal. Nope. But back to the stocks. The stonks. God, I hate stonks as a fucking word. (laughs) You can't say stonk. You can't say stonks without saying stonks. Bonk. Stonks. Yeah. It's it's like the...
2: Yeah. the, The dog with the bat. Yeah. Bonk. I know. The band bonk. The bonk.
1: So, anyways, getting off topic. <laughs> <laughs> Next.
0: Next in the weekly winners, one of my other favorite... Kronk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pull the
2: lever, Kronk!
1: <laughs> wrong lever! <laughs>
0: was it the wrong lever, though? Uh, yeah, it was. It got us off task. <laughs> Next we have another one of my favorite cards, Crashing Footfalls. Uh, I feel so bad, because this card was like in bulk bins, you could pick them up for like 50 cents. But now... Uh, crashing Footfalls, no mana cost, sorcery. It's a green. It has to spend four of a single green. So rather than cast this card from your hand, you pay a green, exile it with four time counters on it. At the beginning of your upkeep, remove a time counter. When the last one is removed, you can cast it without paying its mana cost. When you cast it, you create two four-four green Rhino creature tokens with Trample. This card has only been printed in Modern Horizons one. It's jumped up 338 percent. Now chilling at three dollars. Uh, this one is kind of like steadying out right here, which is kind of unfortunate. But yeah, you could find this thing for fifty cents not that long ago, but now it's average four dollars to three fifty. The foils of this thing skyrocketed <laughs> to uh eighteen forty nine. And this the foils were cheap too. You could pick up a foil for a buck back when Time Spiral Remastered came out, but and as soon as, you know, the spoilers and stuff were coming out for Modern Horizons 2 and people were mentioning Shardless Agent might be getting printed into Modern. Foil started moving up in price. You can see that on there. But yeah, this uh primary reason for this moving up is because of Shardless Agent. And as we're told, style decks are doing good. A- and as we were talking about in the uh, event results, uh, Living End Living End decks were doing good. They didn't have crash Crashing Footfalls, but Shardless Agent is making Cascading kind of really good. And so if that deck's going to be good, crashing footfalls is going to get played more. We've already seen as for told move up a lot in price. It's like $30 right now when like 2 months ago it was like 10. Keep an eye out for that next in the weekly winners. We have Footsteps of the Gorio. For Black 2, you get a Sorcery Arcane, return target creature card from your graveyard to play, sacrifice that creature at the end of turn. It has jumped up 137% now chilling at $13. It's only been printed once in Saviors of, Ka- Saviors of Kamigawa. Market price on this card is about $6.39. So you can find them for about that price, but still, you know, around $13. This card. Uh, along again with everything else Modern Horizons 2 is moving this up in price. Now that people are got the full set, they're brewing a bunch of things, and this is interesting. Protein Hulk is getting made into a fucking modern deck because of this Reanimator style thing. You have footsteps. Of the Gorio persist. Yeah. It, persist is one of the new <laughs> cards that came out in Modern Horizons two. It is black one sorcery. Return target non legendary creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield with an neg one egg one counter on it. Also, another card from Modern Horizons two is black one. Search your library for a non legendary card and put that card into your graveyard. Then shuffle. So the primary thing is get unmarked grave or with persist or Gorio's Vengeance. You grab a protein Hulk. <laughs> which is Green Green 5, Creature Beast 6-6. Six, six. When Protein Hulk is put into a graveyard from play, search your library for any number of creature cards with total converted mana cost 6 or less. Put them into play, then shuffle. This thing is crazy because they have a deck here where you have like Seer as a and Carrion Feeder as a way to sacrifice the Protein Hulk when you bring it back out with Persist or Footsteps of the Gorio. And you're... Well, Footstep sacks itself at the end of turn, but to have more interaction, uh, Persist goes, oh my god, it goes to the graveyard. Yeah, with Persist, you'd have to sack it to make it go to the graveyard for that one. But Chancellor of the Annex as a spell pierce early on in the game, Kiki Jiki. So let's see. If you're getting mana value of six or less, you can grab a Kiki Jiki and a Karmic Guide. No, you can grab a Karmic Guide and a Cauldron Familiar. Is that how that works? Enters the battlefield, return target creature card from the graveyard to the battlefield. Yeah, you do that, and is there a way to bounce that? I don't know, I can't see the line here. I'm not smart enough for this, but it has persist, thought, seize, footsteps, cathartic reunion, insolent neonate. The deck looks really cool. Definitely look it up, L- look at it. Uh, next in the weekly winners, we have Vindicate from Apocalypse. Black, white, one, destroy target permanent. This card has jumped up 149%, now chilling at $32. Uh, this is only the Apocalypse printing, though, because all of the other ones are fairly cheap. You can pick up the Modern Horizons 2 variant for $8. You can get the Masters 25 for $10. You can get the Eternal Masters for 11 but the only reason why the Apocalypse one has jumped up to $30 is because it's an old border and with it now actually being modern legal, it's kind of the same thing as last week with Upheaval, how Upheaval moved up in price, the Odyssey printing of it, because people are expecting, you know, maybe Tron decks, Tron decks are gonna be wanting this card and they don't have an old border printing in Modern Horizons 2 and, you know, people are just in the whole old border style wanted to bling out their deck that way, so people are specking on that one.
1: That's what you do. Pulling all your cards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the old word
0: looks cool. Don't get me wrong, but you this one, the uh, Modern Horizons 2 version does have an extended art one, which I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but that looks better, right? Or am I wrong? I don't know. That's borderless, sir. Yeah, that's the, that's the extended art. Or the borderless, yeah. The alternative art one that's not the extended art. There's no extended art one in here.
2: You mean Zoom art?
0: Yes, but like, look at that one compared to that.
2: I don't know. I like the altars on these ones, though, where they put the fucking Tie Fighters and the X Wings and shit in it. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that one. It but makes it look cool, all Star Warsy and shit.
0: But that's it for the weekly winners. JB, want to tell us about these cheap pickups that we can get? Okay, so
2: first up, we have Professor Onyx out of Strixhaven, sitting at thirteen dollars and eighty-five cents, slowly trending down. So, if you want to get a couple copies of these,
0: keep an eye on it. Uh, it's still going down. No to parole, you commander players are just like Liliana Simps. <laughs> yup. Oh, shit. We can't say that on Twitch. Oh, why not? There's a whole thing about that.
2: Oh, oh. Shows how much I know. Well, you're the one that said it, so you're getting banned. I know. I'm <laughs> watching. Keep going. <laughs> so, next up, we have Reese the Redeemed out of Shadowmoor. Uh, sitting at five dollars and ninety-two cents, and it's trending down. And then, last but not least, we have one of the five billion prints of Teferi's Master of Time out of M twenty-one, sitting at nine dollars and ninety-nine cents, and it has stabilized out. Which number this one is, I can't tell. It looks like two seventy-six, but I am not sh- for certain. It is two seventy-six.
0: It's the one with like the purple, the the darker purple. <laughs> Um, uh yeah i was
2: gonna ripped. say they are, like almost all have
0: purple sir they're yeah. all just different shades yeah this is the darkest purple of them all because i'm looking at them right now because that one is like just lighter that one is that one's no purple and that one's like a blue and i can't remember which extent. one i have but i have like the cheapest print so it's
2: probably this one i was pissed when i got it because i was like yeah i got one of the cool and i looked it up and i'm like it's the cheapest print son of a bitch
0: <laughs> womp womp i was pissed if you're wanting to pick up any of these cards, especially that Professor Onyx, you can use an amazing online tool called TCG Sniper. They're a website where you enter in cards and set a desired notification uh, parameter to get notified if the card moves up or down in price when it hits whatever criteria you put in. So let's say for Professor Onyx, you want this card to move down to $10. So you enter it in, set the desired price to be $10, and you will get a notification of when someone on TCG player is selling it for $10. You click the link, you buy it, hence the sniping, and you're a happy magic player. And then it also works in the reverse for something like a Vindicate. Like if you have the Apocalypse Vindicate and you're wanting it to like oh, I know this card is going to go up to like 40 bucks. You could do the same thing with TCG Sniper, but in the reverse, you'll get notified when other people on TCG Player are starting to sell it for 40 bucks, so that way you can jump in on the hype as well. It's a really cool tool. And if you sign up and mention that the guys over at This Weekend MTG sent you, you will get three months free of their Plus program, which will allow you to have 50 cards to enter in. Highly worth it. You get three months of that where you can just like, I don't know, bank on money get good cards that you thought were expensive cheaper or sell cards at a higher rate because man card prices are fluctuating like a motherfucker right now so if you want a good tool go check out tcg sniper holy shit guys i think we did it okay so which one are we doing we made it to deck of the week (laughs) let me double check the time here oh my god we're at an hour 30 minutes this is perfect because there's like 10 minutes of fucking around before this so we're at hour 20 for the final recording roughly nice this is good This is good.
2: See, we could have fucked around for 20 more minutes, Danny.
0: No, we couldn't have. (laughs) Because
1: then we wouldn't have been here.
0: So this week's deck of the week is a Martyr Proc deck made by ZZ Epic. I wonder if they're a fan of ZZ Top. Maybe. Well, this is a kind of cheap sunglasses deck, too, on top of that. This has a couple new cards from Modern Horizons, too. It's a Martyr proc deck, so the whole... The the gist of the deck is using Martyr of Sands, which is a white human cleric, 1-1. You pay one, reveal X white cards from your hand, sacrifice Martyr of the Sands, and you gain three times X life. So you got a bunch of... Like, everything in here is white. Uh, All all white spells, and you're going to be gaining a crap ton of life to like out-attrition your opponents, that way you don't get beaten down and then you got sarah's ascendant one of the your main beaters in this deck a single white one one with lifelink as long as you have 30 or more life sarah's ascendant gets plus five plus five and has flying and because of that most of the time you're gonna have a six six flying lifelink beater coming for your opponent Um, also in the deck there are two giver of ruins to help protect the sarah's ascendant There is two new cards from Modern Horizons 2. Esper Sentinel, white, 1-1, artifact, creature, human, soldier. Whenever an opponent casts their first non-creature spell each turn, draw a card unless that player pays X, where X is Esper Sentinel's power. So that's good, you know. Uh, You're going to be drawing more cards, filling up your hand to help uh, later feed into the Martyr of Sands ability. It's pretty good, which is very good, I see there is a kami of the false hope in here a single one of that a white one one creature spirit sacrifice kami of the false hope prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn there are two ranger of eos white 3-3-2 human soldier when ranger of eos enters the battlefield you may search your library for up to two creature cards with confirmed mana cost one or less reveal them put them into your hand then if you do shuffle There are three Ranger Captain of Eos, white, white, one, three, three. When Ranger Captain of Eos enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a creature card with converted mana cost one or less, reveal it, put it in your hand, then shuffle, sacrifice it. Your opponents can't cast non-creature spells this turn. There are four Squadron Hawks, classic hawk, White, one, 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 flying. When Squadron Hawk enters the battlefield, you may search your library for up to three cards named Squadron Hawk. Reveal them, put them in your hand, then shuffle your library. So like that alone with Martyr of of Sands gets you nine life, if those are the only things you have in your hand after you cast it. Uh, New cards from Modern Horizon as well is two of Solitude. White, white, three, three, two, elemental incarnation with flash lifelink. When Solitude enters the battlefield, exile up to one, other target creature that creature's controller gains life equal to its power and then has evoke of exile a white card from your hand there are three winds of abandon white one sorcery exile target creature you don't control for each creature exiled this way its controller searches their library for a basic land card uh those players put those cards onto the battlefield tapped then shuffles has an overload overload i did it again overlord oh my god overload of white white 4 I'm not going down that rabbit hole again
1: Come on,
0: man. For Path to Exile, there are new card from Modern Horizons 2, Abiding Grace, White 2, Enchantment. At the beginning of your end step, choose one. You gain one life or return target card with mana value 1 from your graveyard to the battlefield. And then finally, there are two Oblivion Rings. In the land section, there are four ghost quarters, four flakes of Turkir, four Field of Ruins. 10 planes and one misty veil the misty veil is a land planes enters the battlefield tapped you pay a white tap it put target card from your graveyard at the bottom of your library play this ability only if you control two or more white permanents that's a way to you know hedge against mill i guess but yeah this deck is primarily getting with the martyr's hands, gaining that life so that way you can just like get out of damage range to be able to just start beating with a Serra's ascendant, going in with Squadron Hawks, gaining life. One thing I would probably say. I don't know, I don't know this deck very well, but what about Dryad, not Dryad, uh Elisid of Life's Bounty, the one drop one-one from Theros. You pay one, you sack it, target creature gains protection of a color of your choice till end of turn.
2: Oh yeah, that one.
0: How does that one go in here? Because you know, it protects your Serras, your Serious Ascendant. It can protect your Solitude. It protects your... I mean, that's... Because you
2: have to pay mana to activate it.
0: Yeah, mana to activate it. I mean, but it gives you it gives you protection. As where Kami of the False Hope just prevents combat damage that would be dealt this turn. So you're not getting hit losing life with Kami of the False Hope. But with the Elisad of Life's Bounty, you're protecting your key pieces here. Like,
2: giver is better, though.
0: There's a two of a giver. Yeah, giver is strictly better
2: than Aslead.
0: Yeah, uh, let's see. You have two givers. Both givers are protecting each other. I don't know. I think having an Elisa of Life's Bounty seems like a good addition into here. The straight-up removal with Winds of Abandon, Path to Exile, Oblivion Ring, those are just good. Uh, Oblivion. Let's see. Yeah, Oblivion Ring, you're going to need that. Maybe not three Winds of Abandon. Maybe go down to like two. And the other thing is, like, Abiding Grace. Like, Abiding Grace brings back your Martyr of Sands, your Kami of the False Hope, your Giver of Ruins, and your Esper Sentinel. I don't know. I just want more of a way. Maybe just go up to a three Giver of Ruins, and if that's the case. I don't know. I feel like just two is not enough and really just banking on the Abiding Grace. Abiding Grace, you need things in your graveyard, but there's graveyard hate going around. Dredges is a thing. We didn't see it in the this week's challenges or anything, but people still pack their graveyard hate. Like, there were Leyland of the Voids in the sideboards of, uh, of decks. There were uh, Relic Progenitus. So it's like, on target with a providing grace, they're going to be taking that card out there, and then you're just out of something. So having another way to protect your on-board threats doesn't seem like a bad idea. Well, that's the, uh, the main board. In the sideboard, there are two Oriok champions, White-White, 1-1, uh, Human Cleric, Pro-Red-White, Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may gain a life. Two containment priests, white one human cleric. If a non-token creature would enter the battlefield and it wasn't cast, exile it instead. Ooh, that's pretty good. And it wasn't cast. Oh, and if it wasn't cast, I was about to say this would be good against the evoke creatures, but the evoke creatures are still casting. Uh, Forsake the worldly, white two instant, exile target artifact or enchantment. and has a cycling of two. There are two Gideon ally of Zendikar. White, white, two for a four loyalty planeswalker that has the typical plus one Gideon. Becomes a five, five indestructible creature that turns back at the end of turn. It has a zero of make a white knight ally creature token and has a neg four if you get an emblem with creatures you control, get plus one, plus one. Uh, th- What is the three drop white indestructible enchantment that you're thinking about there, Seal? Also in the sideboard, there's a hex parasite one colorless artifact creature insect for a one one you pay x and phyrexian black remove up to x counters from target permanent for each counter remove this way it gets plus one plus O till end of turn i guess that's a good way to be eating the counters off of hardened scales holy shit that's really good that is really good
1: he's thinking heliod oh yeah
0: yeah you get that off artifact heliod too.
1: creature and charcoal yep heliod yeah would heliod be good in here yeah because you Plus one to Sierra Ascendant.
0: Sierra ascendant already has lifelink.
1: Yeah, but you just give the plus one whenever it gains life.
0: Oh, it puts the counter on it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Just keeps making Sierra Ascendant. Because once you're beater. thirty
1: over, it gets that what? Plus three plus three or plus five?
0: Yep, plus five, plus five when so, you're thirty or over.
1: Yeah, so but then you're then you'd make you'd you'd want it to make more of a soul sister deck rather than Helia makes it into more Soul Sister. So you just yeah. go towards that than what this deck is.
0: Right, because with, with Heliod, you want multiple different, like, life gain triggers to yep. be maximizing this. And this is just, with Martyr Proc, is you're just gaining a bunch of life at, you know, a swath or two at a time. With Martyr of Sands or with Sair's Ascendant hitting,
1: yeah. Well, those would be your win cons, but yeah.
0: Your win cons is just gaining a lot of life and just keep swinging with a Sarahs Ascendant. See, that's why, again, you know, just more, more more Giver of Ruins to help protect that. Maybe Maybe there is something I'm not thinking about, you know. That they're only running two givers.
1: Yeah, switch out. Well, also
0: Heliods expen- are inexpensive. You don't know why expensive.
2: they're only running two. Why is that? Because of all the tutors, the rangers.
0: Yeah, they're three and they four. They can tutor them up. They're three and four, though. I don't know if like having a high enough density. And I guess Ranger Captain of EOS stops them from you know casting things if you do it in their upkeep. Ranger Captain of EOS sac ability. Opponents can't cast non-creature spells, so they can't get pushed or bolted or pathed if you do that on their upkeep. I guess, two. This deck looks fun. Don't get me wrong. This deck looks very fun. There's also, uh, in the sideboard, new to modern Sanctum Prelate. White, white, one. When it enters the battlefield, choose a number. Non-creature spells with the chosen mana value can't be cast. So I imagine you're going to be picking one all the time with that. One or two. Eh, Yeah, two. One or two. Counterspell. Counterspell's a thing now. Counterspell's a thing now, yes. Two-drop. I'm in on this. But yeah, this deck looks really cool. ZZ Epic... Made a good list. The price of this deck is $530. bucks. <sighs> let us see. The most expensive card. Wow. Sarah's Ascended for a place that's $88? Yeah, they're yeah, not cheap.
2: Oriok Champions, pretty expensive. Uh, you also f- forget they have three foil surgical extractions in the side.
1: Are they foil?
0: Uh, well, the foils can get
1: yeah, changed to non-foils.
0: Mm-hmm. But let's see. Like what? But yeah, Oriok that's... Champions are like, what, 30 40 apiece? Uh, Forty a piece. You can, you got both of them for eighty-two dollars. So not including the sideboard, you have like a hundred and sixty dollars less. You because you know it's like sideboard can be put together at another point. And you know the thing is with flakestones of choke here, the four ghost quarters, the four field of ruins. I feel they're primarily there. I guess there could be for Tron, but also like tagging flakestones to be able to pull out a land. I don't know. I don't know, like white ramp and stuff like that. Like maybe, maybe it's good to be running eight colorless lands. I don't know. I don't. But yeah, th- th- this is going to be a deck that's going to be harder to um, cut that cut cut down the price on because you do need Sarah's Ascendant Ranger Captain of Eos is kind of needed, and for three of them that's sixty dollars, mm-hmm. sixty two. Esper Sentinel is probably at a higher price right now because it's still in the pre order stage of. Modern Horizons 2. Maybe they'll go down in price. Maybe if you get some packs and stuff from j you, you you won't have to worry about buying them. But remember, never buy packs to get cards. Always buy singles. It's the best choice.
1: But I mean, still 530 bucks. And then if if they were to add Hulian, they're averaging about 25 a piece. Yeah. So, yeah. and there that's you just run two of them. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right.
0: But this deck looks good. Now the real question is, Danny, Life Gain is like right up your alley. Mm-hmm. Is this a deck that you would put together?
1: I'd make changes, but yeah. So what would your changes be then? Make it a Soul Sister. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I'd probably put Heliad in there, just because if you're if you if you're running Seracendent, you obviously just want because it doesn't have well it does have Life Link, and it's, you just want to get that so it's flying as fast as possible because it's more scary when it's flying rather than just on the ground. I would probably put, honestly, I'd probably switch out a, f- a couple of them because I don't have this deck pulled. my phone. I can't really see. What does Murder of
2: Sands do? You're going to want Martyr because that's what's going to power up your service, and Yeah.
1: Yeah, but what,
0: is it, what does it do? Murder of Sands is you pay one mana and then you reveal X white cards from your hand. Uh, pay one mana, reveal X white cards, and then you sacrifice Murder of Sands. You gain three times X life. So, uh, like I was mentioning with the the Squadron Hawk, if you have Murderer stands out, and then you cast Squadron Hawk, you put three le- uh, three other Squadron Hawks into your hand. Mm-hmm. Pay the one, sack the Martyr, You reveal three Squadron Hawks at minimum, and you gain nine life off of that on turn four.
1: Okay, so that's great. Um, I probably I don't know. I I'd, I'd put I'd change something out for the Soul Sisters just because those guys are churning on any creature. That enters the field.
0: What do you think of, like, Soul Sisters with... I guess it's kind of counterproductive to have Bitter Blossom in a deck and Soul Sisters. Well, no, you have two Soul Sisters, and then they start netting you life. Is that a thing? Like, that's a completely different deck from here, having, like, going uh Murder Proc to Black White Soul Sister Bitter Blossom style shit.
1: Yeah, it's kind of contradicting the abilities. Well, not
0: necessarily. Again, like, if you have two Soul Sisters out, then nope. you're gaining a life, yep. at least.
1: Yeah, I get that. And
0: then um, you have Heliod, you're getting, you know, your double triggers putting on different things still. Like, Yeah,
2: it's just one of those, you're... At that point, you'd be going more black-white tokens than
0: anything. Right, and then you'd be taking out, like, Abiding Graces and probably this... Ah, would you want Squadron Hawks? It's just as a consistent way to be dropping creatures.
1: See, I run Sarasendant in my soul sister deck oh yeah you're gonna
0: want that in so there for any like heavy life gain because it's just gonna be a six six flying lifelink beater
1: yeah so I, I i don't know i'd probably change the oblivion ring no oh, yeah oblivion ring for what if the oblivion ring in the sideboard i run i run bl- uh, banishing light it's of oblivion ring same mm-hmm. cost same yeah. ability basically right um but it's a yeah it's just it is an enchantment i don't know Again, I I built my deck around my historic deck, so that's so why I don't run Oblivion Ring. I don't know. Oh, what's the what's the other enchantment that's in there? Abiding Grace. It is the
0: three mana beginning of your end step. Choose one. You gain a life, or you return target creature card with mana value one from your graveyard to the battlefield. So you're able to bring back your Esper Sentinel, your Giver of Ruins, Tommy so the False or Sands. i
1: probably drop that down to two. Bring in either Soul Sisters or something else. And then what's that sorcery? Winds of Abandon. It's the uh, Cyclonic Rift of
0: Path to Exile combined.
1: Having having a I probably I would pro- probably put those in sideboard.
0: I don't know. At least one in the main. Th- I'd say. Cause okay. Not, well, drop, why not? Cle- okay, so you r- want to be so right, want to be clearing the air. So like right. The air so clear. right.
1: Right there, you'd be taking two of the grays and two of the the wheels out. Making room maybe for a sideboard for the other two wheels and running soul sisters or a soul sister just for that life gain because you're running all low drops so that's where soul sisters helps because they're all one
0: drops. Do you want to be upping the esper sentinel then if that's the case to help refill your hand or like tax your opponent? I mean, you can't reliably be saying that esper sentinel is going to be drawing you a card. No, it's like the it's like ristic study and commander so like the- you're going to be. Most of the time, your opponent's going to be paying one just so that way you don't be drawing a card. Yeah. Though, though, with Heliod and Esper Sentinel, it will be getting bigger and they will have to be paying more mana. Yeah. Draw a card unless that player pays X. So, yeah, if you gain like two life, they're going to be having to pay two mana. Two mana is such a big tax in modern mm-hmm. to, to be paying. So, Heliod. Well, what about just in Soul Sisters itself? Like, Martyr Proc and Soul Sisters, I feel, you know, they're pretty close to each other, but since you play Soul Sisters. Would you want Esper Sentinel in your Soul Sisters deck as just a way to like tax your opponent and get more cards into your hand?
1: Yeah, because eventually you run out of cards. Yeah, because that's always the thing. With, like with, soul, with my yeah my Soul Sister deck, my mana curve is so low that I literally just top decking if it goes late. Because hey, I'm playing through the breach fourteen times and <laughs> don't have any cards anymore. Can't wait to hear your
0: assault report next week.
1: <laughs> All depends if I play.
0: Final final points on this deck. Do we do we get it at, get at it enough? Yeah, I think so.
1: I think I'd run more basic lands.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's on the whole thing of like you know between go- like have have one four four of Ghost Quarter or four of Field of Ruin, not four of both, maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah, just because it's such a low drop um, deck, I'd just run more actual white mana rather than base non basics. Yeah,
0: and especially since I think the Flagstones of Tarkir is just here to be. Well, I mean, I guess you can get your Mist Veil planes when it dies. Well, that's
1: that, well, that's, no, that's that's something. So, what if what if you just had opening hand of four legendary lands? You play one of them.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's pretty shitty.
1: So that's where I just go basics. Maybe, like I said, have
2: flagstones triggers when it goes to the graveyard, right? So you're not losing by having four flagstones in your hand. Yeah, you play. I it,
1: suppose, get but it planes out. Nah, I suppose that works. Or or if uh if you're not going Soul sister, I'd put Pride Mate in there. just if we're gaining life with shit done, might as well just get a creature that instantly gets big whenever we gain life.
0: True. Well guys, there it is. That was a a longer uh, deck of the week than before. Pfft.
1: It was like fucking
0: twenty minutes of a deck tech there or a deck of the week talk.
1: So what's what's their mana curve? Uh,
0: very high in the ones, dips no, down it in the was, twos. Got it
1: their average mana value, right there.
0: One point two, right, or two point five without lands.
1: Mine's one point one four with lands and one point six six without lands. So that my mo- bad. so so yeah my my white deck's a lot lower than than theirs.
0: Ooh, that's a good idea, Seal. Uh, I think the card you're thinking about is the um. Fight as fight one, up to two creatures gain indestructible. It's one drop. Oh. Draw a oh but that's a draw a card i think there's a better one that gains indestructible and draw a card i don't know the one that gains indestructible and draw a card but the plus one plus one and draw a card for a human and non-human would be super good in here because oh maybe not let's see non-human 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 human 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 yeah i feel there's a pretty good spread of human and non-human Looks pretty even. Pretty good way to protect yourself in instance speed. There we have it. Thank you, Magic Folk, for making it to uh, the end of another episode of This Week in MTG. This was episode 91. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow us on all the places where better podcasts can be found. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all that jazz. We go live on YouTube and Twitch every Monday night to record the episode live. Join our dumb faces as we stumble over the news if you want prime real estate of cost. comedy shit shows right because there's shit that gets cut out sometimes uh you can find us on the internet and in a lot of different places but the best place to f- start looking would be at our linktree account which is l-i-n-k-t-r dot slash this week in mtg that again is l-i-n-k-t-r dot E. Slash this weekend MTG has our links to our Facebook, our Reddit, to our Discord, to our Moxfield, to JDubs, all of that
1: stuff. And Matt's bank account. Yeah, yeah. yeah add money in there. No, it doesn't have that shit. <laughs> but, but it's Patreon, so that's why I'm adding money to your bank account.
0: Well, the money goes to uh, getting packs and stuff.
1: Well, it goes to your oh, bank account first. Right.
0: Fun fact as well, we're getting closer to doing that uh, dad joke off pretty soon.
1: Are we? Yeah,
0: gonna be talking with someone this week about getting that ready. JB, you ready for this? Big G, if you're listening to this, you know what to do. Start writing down jokes. Get it. get it. Get a list ready. But thank you, magic folk, so much. Uh, just want to say it's pretty impressive that y'all are here listening to us. You guys got anything else to say?
1: No, but I to go home now.
0: <laughs> yeah, JB's tired, as you can tell.
1: Past mm-hmm. his bedtime, he's old and short and hardly get up to steps anymore. Sure. And with that, we will catch you guys next time. Bye.
0: Bye. So we just got to get a
2: new cord for that. Uh, The fuck was that? My
1: (laughs) Raptoraptor.
2: Fucking Jurassic Park over here.